Welcome to The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap for AMC's The Walking Dead. Um, my name is Doug. With me this week is Jermaine. Uh, Johnny T could not make it. Um, so we're still struggling struggling to get a consistent uh, hosting um, stable. Uh, but Jermaine's that, showing up. Jermaine, that hurts my feelings. Yeah, well, you weren't on the first one. We had to have uh, Lynn on, but... Since then, you've been pretty solid. You didn't ask me the first one, so... Well, you still should have maybe opposed. <laughs> That's your fault. All right, so anyway, we are talking about episode seven of season seven called uh, Sing Me a Song or something like that. I don't know if that's the name, but <laughs> I'll correct it in the show notes. Um, uh, this was an odd episode. At least we weren't spending an entire hour and a half, and this was another long episode that I didn't see coming. I should yeah. really read ahead of things, because I was ha- an hour through, I was just like, what? It's not done? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, but at least it was with uh, the main group and wasn't with the side characters, so I didn't hate it nearly as much as last week. Um, but once again, it's just, you can tell nothing's really going to happen. Um I could see one person being dead or some slight inconvenience next week, but it really doesn't seem like the show is building towards anything of substance right now, which is a shame. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, the Negan playing house thing, we'll see how that shakes out on the season finale. I'm sure that leads to something. But, uh, yeah, I set it to record, and I was like, oh, it's another hour and a half. It better not be an hour and a half of bullshit because I will, I will hate quit this show. And do you, it was an hour and a half, but do you, in your opinion, was it of bullshit? No. More. You know, I guess it was good to get to the sanctuary and see kind of what some of the saviors about, kind of the scope and all that. So, but there was also a lot of Negan dick sucking again. I was like, Jesus, how much this guy gets his. How long can we suck this guy's dick? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll imagine you mean that figuratively, but um, but yeah, he just... <clears throat> it was Come on, a, the end of the other episode, and he's like, I just made you suck my dick, and oh, you thanked yeah, me for right. it. Okay, so way to, way to put on. it in perspective or context. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not uh, literally sucking on his, his dog, I was just, all right? You know, I don't know what you were saying for a second there. Uh, but yeah, um, a lot of just Negan being intimidating, and once again, I need Negan to kill somebody. I need Negan to demonstrate how dangerous he is instead of just talking about it. Once again, the the memory of those two people getting their heads bashed in is fading very quickly. Um, it's just like we talk about it every week, how the, the walkers aren't dangerous anymore. They haven't killed anybody that I know of this whole season. Um, same way Negan hasn't really punished anybody in any real meaningful way, except for the face burning thing, which, you know, eh kind of cruel but it didn't really have any kind of real big shock at least for me maybe that's just me being a psycho but uh yeah i would say so yeah that w- i would agree all right so uh let's just plow through this episode uh you know cover the high points and talk about how much we loved it or <laughs> all right so we start off and we're right back with michonne after she saw the pile of burnt mattresses on the side of the road i guess she gets resolute in her mind that's the last straw now she's going to kill negan because of this <laughs> I guess, right? Those motherfucking mattresses, you I was guys just to work don't them. know. <laughs> but these mattresses, no way. Um, but yeah. yeah, did she did she never go back, or was she going back to the mattress pile? Uh, that's a good question because when she saw the mattress pile the first time, they were smoking. But I don't remember. I thought she saw the mat. The last time we saw her was discovering the mattress pile, right? Yeah, I guess she goes from her rusty car hood of meditation to the burnt mattress pile of anger, right. and uh, Ooh. goes between the, uh, the the feelings. I guess that's that's a good point. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, I guess this was the straw for her. So she starts walking along the rail, uh, walking along the road, following what looks like a trail, but I couldn't tell. I don't know if it was oil on the road, but anyway, she's just whistling around to attract walkers. She gets two of them to come out. She kills them and starts to drag their bodies 
somewhere before we leave her. Um, yeah, I got I got a flashback of to when we first met her and she had the zombies on a chain. Oh, and I thought, cool. yeah, and I thought we were gonna go like she's gonna have chain zombies again and get to old Michonne when she was crazy. Yeah, that'd been nice. But then she, but then she just stabbed, stabbed him in the head and yeah. started dragging him around, dragging around doing something with him, which we'll find out later. All right, uh, then we check in on Aaron and Rick, who wake up in the back of a boxcar. I can't even remember. I guess the last time we heard from them, I guess they were going out to scavenge for supplies, but uh, it's been so long, I don't even remember exactly what happened. Um, Rick hesitates uh, using his walkie for a second. He goes to pick it up or looks at it, and we saw that Michonne had a walkie in the previous scene, so I guess the fact that he doesn't reach out to her or walkies to her, I guess, is showing relationship tension. I don't know. Uh, and they open the back of the boxcar, and Aaron sees something in the dif- of note in the distance, and we leave them. So a lot of this kind of just checking in on these folks, just letting us know, I guess, who the episode is going to involve. Um, yeah, you know, they didn't end the last one, but these two going out on a run. So I guess I was just like, where the hell are they? What are, you know, I thought it was one of those they got caught and they're in a, you know, a room somewhere. And then I slowly realized that, oh, they're just out yeah and when we saw the um there's another boxcar in the very next scene so i thought it was going to be another flashback episode so i started to get a little angry then um by like hey this is what happened with the boxcar before but it's not um i seem to recall uh vaguely that rick went out uh scavenging for uh negan but i don't recall it distinctly so i feel you feel you not knowing what the fuck's going on um so is this all setting up like they're the scavenging people, and then the hilltops, the vegetable people, and the ladies are the fish people. Is that, is that all that I this guess is going to so, be? Yeah, I guess so. I still don't. I we we talked about this. We don't know. Yeah. What Alexandria brings to the group, uh, or brings to the society at whole, this huge society besides um, murder. I don't know. That's Can- the only thing they seem to be good at. <clears throat> Canned goods. I-, I guess. Um, cool sunglasses. Cool sunglasses. Uh, tough mutter courses. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, we um, uh, I don't know what's going on here, uh, and we'll cut back to it once again. Rick gets very little yep. um, screen time this episode, so we'll see what's going on here. Um, so we cut from them to two saviors uh, as they wait for a herd to pass in another boxcar that's full of supplies. Um, they talk about something called the herd way and how Fat Joey helped to keep the herds away. Um, using explosives that they had on hand and the explosives, the RPGs that they got from Alexandria. I really don't know what they're talking about, but it seems like they're vaguely hinting that they've got a way to keep the herds of zombies away from the saviors or from being attacked. So the saviors being attacked by the herds of zombies somehow. Um, But it seems like they're waiting for a herd of zombies that cross the road to go by, which seems a little weird. Um, because they were in the caravan, uh, presumably, because we find out that this is the same car that uh, Carl and Jesus is hiding in, the same caravan that left Alexandria with Negan, right? Yeah. Like, zombies are so, I, I don't, they're either not scary at all, or there's seven of them in a road and you can't get past them in a truck. <laughs> like, I, I don't, there's, I, I don't know the, what the consistent threat is with them. Other than we need to sit here and wait for these slow-ass guys to walk across the street. Yeah, they did indicate that it was the flow was going down to a trickle, which was gross-sounding. But, um, uh, yeah, they, they made it seem like this was the Maybe. tail end of a, a herd walking by. Yeah, and then when I was listening to those comments, like, yeah, maybe, maybe there's a huge herd out there somewhere even bigger than the one that was in that rock quarry or whatever that's what i'm hoping like that's what and i'm hoping then, i'm hoping that they use the zombies against uh the saviors at some point and I'd like you know tens of thousands of them who knows yeah something fun like that uh that'd be nice uh but anyway we really don't know what the fuck they're talking about but eventually they decide it's time to move on the the walkers have uh i guess dissipated enough that they can get back in the car and go forward um Jesus and Carl pop out, and Jesus immediately goes into MacGyver mode, uh, rigging boxes so that they'll spill open and using syrup to make a trail somehow. <laughs> I don't understand the syrup thing, like, unless... 
ants and i mean how big is that bottle of syrup and like you're setting a trail that doesn't go all the way back to the camp it just kind of goes for what a couple hundred yards first full of syrup i don't know it seemed a little oh you can find that easy yeah i guess you can find that easy a little pile a little pile of syrup uh you know in a street or in the woods (laughs) yeah no big deal space periodically from 100 yards to half a mile apart clear you can find your way yeah, anyway, Jesus sees a statue, uh, one of these, like, religious statues that they navigate, like, the ways out of the factory. I think that was alluded to when uh, Dwight had to go on a run. Um, she left by the angel or something like that. Um, so we see a statue of, like, I don't know, you know, some saint or whatever. So Jesus thinks it's probably a good idea that they uh, bail out of the truck and follow on foot, which is a smart idea. So since it's a smart idea and Carl isn't smart, he's immediately against it. <laughs> <laughs> so he no, lets he's... Jesus jump out saying, yeah, you do it first. Jesus, how do you fall for that? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, Carl's an idiot. and This uh, guy can literally make a trail with a syrup bottle, and he <laughs> falls for this trick. Uh, I thought the same thing. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. He's like, all right, I'll go. And he rolls out of the car, and Carl just does that wave. Yeah, and then and he's like, oh, you he's stupid like, Carl, you son of a bitch, you got me again. Yeah, I expected a little smirk and go, you know, he got me. I got to give it to him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Carl falls, goes back to Negan's camp, and he grabs a machine gun, hides behind some boxes, and then shoots. And wait for it. Yeah, wait for it. He shoots one dude who spilled the box of booze that Jesus cut up, um, and says makes this weird loud pronouncement that he only wants to shoot Negan. Negan pops out and instead of killing him immediately with the machine gun in his hands, <laughs> he lets Negan talk to him for a while. Um and one guy makes a move. Carl's able to shoot him, so he's killed two people, but Dwight comes out of nowhere or from the side and disarms um Carl um easily and uh you know uh, Negan just starts talking shit to him, offers him a hand up, and offers him to show around him around the facility, uh, which we zoom out of, and it looks like some kind of giant factory or power plant that is the station, the Savior's home base. What the fucking fuck? You go there to kill him, <laughs> you kill two guys, you stare at him, and then you just get pushed out. Carl is the worst. Yeah, it's it's dumb. Like I know it's a show, but once again, I I want this to make sense sometimes. And if he's on a suicide mission, and he even said that to Ingrid or Ingrid or whatever her name is, I don't care. Uh, Girl Carl, he said it to her. He's just like, well, if I don't get back, who cares? I'll still have done something. So why didn't you fucking just shoot him? Uh, Way not to do something. Way not to yeah. Way not to do anything. Um. So it's. You know, we knew it was going to be a failed act, but still, the way it happened is just really dumb. Um, but yeah, what do you think about this whole, I guess it's a big factory. I still don't know what the Yard of Zombies is for and why. what work, quote-unquote, Daryl does in the Yard of Zombies. Uh, there's still lots of questions about the Saviors. I did like, uh, what did Negan say? He's like, holy fuck or whatever, you are scary. Yeah. Or, or something to that extent. That was... That was pretty funny, and that was that was uh, kind of cool. Yeah, we did get a few great Negan lines in the show, uh, this episode for sure. I just thought, yeah. once again, there's too much Negan with him not just intimidating and not hurting anybody, um, and I didn't like it. I think it's, yeah. once again, it's taking the shine off of him. Uh, so then we get the credits, and after the credits, uh, Carl reluctantly takes Negan's hand. Um, uh, Carl tells, or uh, Negan tells uh, Daryl to go back to work, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, Negan talks about he's his this disrupts disrupts his whole day. He's not gonna have any time to fuck his multiple wives. So it's confirmed. <laughs> yeah, it's confirmed that uh, he has many wives. So once again, this is the um, perversion, I guess, that you saw coming. Yes. Um, yep. Of course. Look at you. Takes one to know one. Um, right on top of that. So yeah, when he mentions not having times to have sex with his multiple wives, uh, he said, "Oh, he might have time for." Maybe just one, and then gives Daryl a stink eye, or Dwight a stink eye. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! You don't need to kick him. He's already you've already won. Uh, you're already having sex with his wife. You don't need to keep rubbing it in his face. But yeah, that's Negan. Um, yeah, it is. That's like I, you know, I'm still trying to figure out his base of power and where he gets it from, because any one of these people could just like 
stab him in the back. Uh, and like, but he he can keep going and going and just fucking messing with Iron Dwight, just going, "Hey, I think I'm gonna bone your wife again." Uh, and and like we've discussed, there doesn't seem to be a um, chain of command. It's just Negan at the top. I, I could think if he's just gone, the whole thing collapses. I uh, or there's a huge power struggle. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, like. Uh, it's it's like watching Ramsey torture Theon for two fucking episodes or a season <laughs> rather it just goes on forever. Yeah. But anyway, um uh Carl asks what's going to be done to him. Negan says he doesn't want to ruin the surprise. Um and what will transpire now is basically a day in the life of Negan uh with Carl there to observe it all. Uh that's that's a big part of this episode. <laughs> It's like Big Brother's Big Sisters. Right. He's got, he's got his little brother at his job today. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about why he doesn't just kill Carl right away. It's either, you know, whether it's boredom, whether he wants to turn Carl like he's trying to turn uh, Daryl. We'll talk about that when we get there, because Carl uh, mentions it. He's like, why don't you kill us? Uh, but we'll get to that in due time. Um, yep. Negan addresses an assembled crowd uh, who all bow to him and informs them that since they got nice new supplies... Uh, probably from Alexandria, I guess. Uh, everybody gets fresh vegetables for dinner without having to use any other points. So we get mild applause and, you know, mention of the point system. Yeah, mention of the point system. And he's looking at Carl, going like, "See that? That's respect." Kind of like making a big show for Carl for whatever reason. Uh, Did we? Is this scene before or after when he's in the room with his wives? This is before. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, we'll get there, but um, yeah, and he turns his back to him. He's like, "Look, are they still kneeling? Yeah, are, are they are they doing it? Yeah, are isn't they that, doing that thing? That, isn't that cool? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Once again, I don't know what's going on here. We'll talk about it uh, when the time comes. But uh, we go back to Alexandria, Eugene, and I guess Mitchell. I don't know what the guy's name is. I just kind of gave him that name. The do- the son of the um, the senator leader from Alexandria. What's do you know this guy's name? Yeah, I do, but what did we call him? What did we we came up with a name last yeah, week? We did. I, I don't know. It was two weeks ago, at least, because we had to deal with Tara last week. Okay, his name's Spencer, but Sp- we call him uh... Spencer. Well, if you think of it, come come back yeah. to me. But okay, so uh, Eugene and uh, Spencer are questioning Rosita why she wants to leave the compound if she's not going to scavenge for Negan. She tells him to mind her own business. Mitchell says they've got to scavenge. It's like paying the taxes. So right now, Walking Dead just equated. Uh, the U.S. government to saviors by <laughs> by saying paying your taxes, and if you don't, we bash you in the head. Right. Um. So that's way to go, Walking Dead. Anyway, um, Rosita says she ain't about that life. You go ahead and pay taxes <laughs> if you want, sucker. But um, she's going and doing her own thing, and then she drags Eugene along bodily. <laughs> I, I don't really care what's going on with Rosita. Uh, it's, it's just another person that wa- wants to go on a assassination attempt of Negan, and he just knows it's not going to work. Yeah, with the one bullet. <laughs> you know, this is not going to work. You know, Carl's assassination attempt isn't going to work. You know, Michonne's assassination attempt isn't going to work. Nobody's going to kill, um, you know, uh, Jada Pekin Smith or whatever the actor's name is. What's the guy who plays uh, Negan? <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yep, that's it. <laughs> What so, other three named people are out there? Uh, Paul Thomas um, Anderson. Yeah. Mark Paul Gossler. Yep. Uh, Which is, we'll just call him Zach Morris from now on. Oh, that'd be good. I wish Zach Morris was on The Walking Dead. Come. Why yeah, not, we, right? Can we make a request for Hillary that? Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> Hillary Rodham Clinton. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, eh, where are we go? So, we go back to uh, the Savior's Factory. Um, and. Um, um, Malcolm Jamel White. <laughs> Is that his name? Who's Urkel? I don't know. It's going off the rails. Okay, so we go back to the Savior Factory, and Negan continues to show Carl around. Uh, this time he's showing him the harem, and he tells Carl that it's okay for him to look at his wife's titties. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Which I found amusing. Yeah, he's like, here, here's a beer and look at some titties. It's ridiculous. I don't know, like... What is Negan's idea of a friend or a pal? Like I, I don't have no idea. 
I, if I was Carl right now, I'd be like, hey, this isn't so bad. <laughs> I would be drinking that beer for sure. Like just, yeah. oh my God, what's happening right now? I need to not be in my right mind. Um, Can we get back to the titties? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you, why, you had mentioned where, something about that. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I heard of a uh, pea bar, all you can eat at the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Negan's place. Yeah. Negan's. Negan's. Negan snack shack. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, it turns out that during this whole scene, um, uh, Negan has a conversation with Dwight's ex, which I don't remember her name, and um, turns out that one of the other wives cheated on Negan with her ex, um, and he asks the offending wife if she wants to leave. She says no after he vaguely threatens her mom and her ex that she cheated on uh, him with. And um, then he makes out with Dwight's <laughs> fucking wife in front of Dwight as he comes in with Daryl uh, and tells Dwight to fire up the furnace um, and tells Daryl to grab a mop. Um, so I guess he saw the foresight to think that the guy would pee his pants and they'd have to have somebody mop it up. So that was going to be Daryl. Uh, don't forget Daryl was holding like a cheese and fruit tray. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He, Negan has like a, an olive on a toothpick. It's ridiculous. He's got all, all his women around. He's got Daryl holding the cheese plate. It does seem like the bad guy from Mad Max now a lot. Um, so, so the deal is, is that one girl and her guy got back together, and yeah, now for a night they got now they got to pay the price. Yeah, I guess that's it. All right. Whatever. It's done. So I guess this is the uh, the. Again, I guess the brutal side. He's like, why why have one when you can have them all? When he was talking about women or something like that. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, it comes back. We'll get there. But he's uh, this comes back when he's uh, back in the office. He goes to his office with Carl, and Carl asks him about it. Um, oh, I'm, I'm jumped ahead. My yeah, bad. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but, okay, so we cut back to Rick and uh, Aaron, and they're getting desperate to scavenge. So I guess the thing that Aaron saw was a fence with a fierce warning sign about keeping out how nothing is no there's nothing but trouble this way so of course rick and uh aaron go after it like idiots and then we cut away so they're really not spending any screen time with uh, rick at all here um we then cut to gabriel and mitchell driving around in a car i guess they're going scavenging um mitchell asks gabriel if it's a sin to hate rick they argue about whether rick is a good person or not we've heard this argument from several characters um Rick or Gabriel gets some uh, balls and stands up for Rick. Um, but when Mitchell wishes Rick dead or wishes that he doesn't return alive, Gabriel asks him to stop the car and he gets out and is going to walk back. Mitchell inexplicably runs. I'm calling him Mitchell, but it's Spencer. Um, Spencer runs off into the woods with no dis- for no discernible reason, and he finds a walker who died in a tree bow hunting. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way, it sounds awesome. Do you understand? Like, why did he just run off in the woods? Yes, he heard something. I don't know. First, first, Father Gabriel gave Spencer, "You crazy?" He yeah. just gave him that look, like yeah, that look. I know what you mean. He's like, "Are you? Are you? Are you fucking serious right now?" Yeah, I'm. I'm Gabriel, and I'm the crazy one, and I, I've been the bitch, and I'm giving you dirty looks. So clearly. I wish they would include Gabriel more because I like his new like um he's devoutly religious almost to Rick. It's it's weird and sick but I kind of like it. Like he's He like, has he's turned into a more compelling character for yeah. sure. And he, he uh, was even so it's just his, Yeah, he was the worst. Um but I mean it was like I guess it was the worst in a good way because he real he was manipulating but you know behind uh Rick's back and all that kind of stuff but now he's come I guess full circle, like you said, and he's like totally with him yep. to the point where he's like, hey, stop this car. I'm getting out. Yeah. He's like, you're acting like a little bitch right now, but it's not terminal. So maybe we get over it. I don't know. And then, and then just like Rosita running in the woods, he just runs in the woods. Like, what are you doing? I don't know what he's doing. Like I said, it, it made no sense. He just ran off in the woods and there just happened to be a dude there. Or if he it's was not, he like, going for looking for zombies, because I would think you could <clears> find <throat> zombies everywhere. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Just like he's crying and running in the woods till he trips and <laughs> yeah. you know he has to Stumbles take a breath. Yeah, yeah, and then just uh, hey, look, who how, who dies in a tree stand? By the way, did he just stay up there? Yeah, 
presumably after the apocalypse. He's like, no, I'm not coming down. Or I'm just gonna, I'm just yeah. gonna sit up here till I I'm die. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna hear. I'm, I'm gonna go out for one last bow hunt. <laughs> <laughs> just and just starve to death. I guess and sit here. Um. Okay. So then we go back to Negan's office, and Negan uh, tells Carl he married after Carl asks he married all those women because he wanted to <laughs> he wanted to do things different, make life better, <laughs> which I thought that was a great excuse, um, for his you know self indulgence. Um, he says he wants to get to know Carl, uh, says there will be repercussions for his killing of two men and then has Carl remove his eye patch, um, and makes fun of Carl's, <laughs> his, uh, deformity until he cries. Um, then, uh, you know, <laughs> fake apologizes for it. Um, I thought Carl's eye CG was somewhat suspect. Uh, seemed like it wobbled there for a second. Um, Anyway, Fat Joey comes in uh, and says Negan left Lucille just lying around. Um, and then, you know, Negan intimidates Fat Joey, which after he leaves tells Carl, that's what guys do. They break each other's balls. Uh, once again, Negan just has no concept of friends. It's like a friend of ours we know called Creepy. Uh, he doesn't know how to read a room. Um <laughs> yeah. But Negan tells uh, Carl to sing him a song for some reason. Just kind of like a weird, (laughs) weird fucking request. I don't know what the hell this is about. And um, Carl mumbles through, you are my sunshine, while Negan wildly uh, swings his bat around in a very threatening manner. Carl then tells Negan about how he killed his own mother. And once again, Negan acts like he is somewhat sympathetic, but I'm not buying it. Um... And then he says it's time to go to the uh, maiming downstairs. <laughs> oh, it's three fifteen maim time. Oh yeah, we got we got to get the go to the maiming. What the fuck was this scene? I was just like, you're you're talking about baseball pussies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Did, with uh, my... Lucille, did you touch your pussy? Oh, yeah. bats don't have pussies. <clears throat> what are you thinking about? Uh... Get out of here, fat Joey! You idiot. <laughs> this just didn't make any sense. And then sing me a song, like while just, I swing the bat around. <laughs> like, is he just entertaining himself? Is he just like that bored? It has he to wants be, man. To it intimidate. Has to be. He's just like seeing like what he can make people do out of fear. Dude, he's he's built the whole system. He takes everybody's women. He he's just like, what? Can, what else can I do? I guess that's it. it. He just—if only Twitter existed and Negan could tweet at this time as oh, well. That'd be great. I would definitely. Negan just tweeting, "Who touched my baseball's pussy?" or just something. <laughs> he would just be doing that all the time. Or the Reddit thread, the Negan. Oh, it'd be great. Um, the one part of this whole scene uh, that I know is from the comics because I'm well read in them uh, is the the taking the thing, the bandage off his eye, and actually showing some remorse for making him cry and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he does do that in the comics, uh, as far as I know. Interesting. I could, I can't w- tell when Negan's being sincere at all. So, I think that's the one glimpse of sincerity you see from him. You know, he's like, "Oh shit, I just made this little kid cry because his eyes got shot out." <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess. And then he's like, "Suck it up, sing me a song while I swing this bat." Um, but yeah, that was like a moment of, I guess, genuine. Concern? Yeah. I don't know. What, uh, Concern, empathy? Maybe his ball busting that he does with all the guys just went a little too far. I guess. I don't know. It just seems I, I have trouble figuring out Negan. Uh, and not a like a, a great way. Not in a, ooh, I can't wait to find out more. Just like I'm confused. Um, but whatever. Um, so they go to attend the, the maiming. Negan addresses the assembled crowd and gives a speech about following the rules and about how the saviors are bringing civilization back to the world. Uh, like I said, I, I thought it was a government from the very beginning, uh, from the first episode when we were introduced. Um, and after the pronouncement, Negan burns uh, the cheating, uh, the dude that the wife cheated on with, burns him with a hot, like, Monopoly iron. Like, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, what the fuck yeah. is that? Like, I haven't seen one of those. Ever in real life, but I guess they exist. I don't know. I'm going to assume they do. I guess. Uh, the guy passes out, and when he pulls the uh, 
iron away his face is all fucked up and a piece of skin is stuck to the iron which i found to be a nice disgusting touch um i I approve yeah he gives a concluding speech about how everything's cool now we're square no big deal (laughs) um and that the dude's face should be a reminder to him and everybody else that you shouldn't break the rules so negan's all about them rules and this is him showing that so anything to say about that um, he made Daryl mop up the pee. Yep. Uh, you, you, I, you know, you see a lot of other people, so I guess you kind of get a little scale maybe of, and there's men and women there, so. Right. And it's not, fucking it's, with Dwight because Dwight is <clears throat> handing him the iron when he, you know, he did this to Dwight not too long ago, I imagine. Yeah, Dwight, Dwight is just a 24-7 do-boy. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess going to be with your wife mean i guess that uh, for them to stay in the city this is what they had to do she had to say she was sorry didn't he wasn't there some there was a lot more punishment she was gonna get it seemed it seemed like a bigger offense uh what dwight did by actually leaving and stealing all this shit um where these people just had sex um and they got the same punishment so I don't know, but obviously it dredges up some memories because we get a, a scene later with them. Um, but before that, we get um, uh, Mitchell or Spencer starts uh, fucking with the bow hunter for whatever reason. Um, knocks him loose from his perch, and he falls, but he's attached by his arms. His arms come apart, and he drops to the f- to the ground. I guess it kills him because... Mitchell's looting through the body of the the walker, and he doesn't try to bite him or move at all. So I thought that was weird. But um, Spencer slash Mitchell uh, finds a knife in a sheet of paper, which turns out to be a list of supply catches that this guy has buried, uh, written in Latin. You know, Morse code in Latin, when the zombie apocalypse happens, those are the two things that you're going to, are necessity uh, to survive. Need to know Latin and need to know Morse code. I guess so. I, um, strange. Yeah. The, the arm ripoff thing was entertaining. I appreciated that. Yeah, you need um, some obligatory gore. Yeah, sure. Uh, I get. You know, I get. You find a, a list in Latin. You know Latin. <laughs> you're you're valuable. Uh yeah. Just and it's all dumb luck again. You know, just I'm I'm gonna just go traipsing through the forest right here where we stopped the car. Um, yeah. But yeah, did you notice the the zombie not... I thought zombies only died by getting decapitated or the brains getting smashed or something like that. But here you have yeah, a zombie yeah, that have, just fell and that's it. I lost my arms. What? I get, Let's just say he got a concussion like a football player. Yeah. He landed on his head. Man, those football and, concussions uh, are deadly. Um, so... Okay. The, yeah, I was hoping it bit him, but it didn't. Yeah, I was hoping it... Because like, he was like straddling it. I was like, oh no... It's going to pull a Eugene, only it's going to be a zombie that bites this guy's dick. <laughs> but uh, we didn't get it. Uh, so Spencer fucking survives another day, unfortunately. Um, we cut to Eugene and Rosita arriving in the bullet factory that from last season that him and um, uh, Abraham discovered. And she bullies Eugene into making a bullet after he decides he doesn't want to do it anymore. And this just goes on way too long. She basically dresses down Eugene and bullies him until he agrees to do it. This goes on forever. Like I get, it used to be that ammunition was everywhere, and now they're going through all this trouble to get one, one. goddamn bullet. Yeah. Just go root through some more buildings; you'll find a whole nother stash of uh, right or rifles and or yeah, and ring around the Rosie in the <laughs> with your knife in the tree. That seemed yeah. like that would yield faster results and maybe even more than one single bullet. <laughs> no, that's, that's fucking. Dumb. I tell you, this one bullet's gonna be like fucking Excalibur, and it's gonna do something. Yeah, maybe it's silver, and Negan is a werewolf. Yeah, that's the only that thing has that to makes be. sense. Yep. Uh, okay, so there's nothing else to say about that. Uh, we go back to the Savior Factory, and Dwight has another high school moment with his ex smoking a cigarette in the stairwell. Uh, they try to have a civil conversation, but it doesn't go well. Uh, Dwight asks her how whatever she tells her whatever you have to tell yourself to go to to sleep at night and she asks well how do you sleep and he says I don't I just watch TV all night um, so I guess trying to build sympathy for Dwight again uh, but uh, basically they have different opinions on the outlooks of life uh, 
and she leaves angry. Uh, don't really know why we needed this. Um, Move on. Kind of a waste. Yep. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Negan, this is like the same conversation they had last episode when they were alone. They just like complain about shit and then leave. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like, she's like, I better get going. He's like, we're not doing anything. And she's like, I know. <laughs> that means bigger meaning to that, I guess. Who cares? Uh, Negan is doing some managerial paperwork and Carl's starting to get antsy. <laughs> I don't know. It still looked like Negan was doing like uh, budget reports or something. It seemed odd. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, I mean, he, he's an he's an effective leader. That means doing the uh, leader leading and motivational speak as well as the administrative work. I was hoping he'd have like reading glasses because it's not like he's a spring chicken. Um, but, but anyway, uh, yeah, Carl gets antsy and asks Negan why he just doesn't kill him and the rest of the group. Uh, Negan says he wants Daryl as a soldier. Rick, he's already broken and is already working for him. And he's on the fence about what to do to Carl. And Carl gets fed up and says, uh, you should just fucking throw yourself out that window right now. <laughs> he tells Negan to kill himself. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, you know what I think? I think it's you can't kill us. Um, <laughs> which I don't know why he would even think that. Well, he killed two of your dudes. He can definitely kill you. He doesn't need you that bad. I can't figure out why he's kept so many people alive. Um, but this obviously pisses off Negan. And he says that they're going to go take a road trip. Um, uh, so they get go downstairs, get into a truck. Um, he rubs it in face that he, uh, in Daryl's face that he's taking the kid back home. And after Daryl like says, "Don't hurt him" or whatever, uh, he has Dwight put him back in his box. Yeah. Um, and we see that Jesus is on top of Negan's truck. Uh, I guess hiding and presumably going to follow him back to Alexandria. Which I don't know what Jesus does besides just follow people now. No, I think he got... No, when they drove away, he was off. So I think he's staying at the sanctuary. Oh, that seems odd. Oh, maybe... Uh, okay, so... Oh, well, maybe uh, he's the one that helps Daryl escape. You never know. I assumed it was the uh, Daryl's ex-wife, but uh, we'll get there. But yeah, he could he could be there. I don't know what Jesus' plan is. So in the next scene, yeah, Daryl's back in his box from the uh, Easy Street. We're on Easy Street episode. The Cell, I think that's what it's called. And anyway, he gets a key and a note, I guess a key or some kind of tool, and a note shoved under his door, and the note says, go now. Um, yeah, it was like a match. A match and a key, I think. A match and a key, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so yeah. You know, it's MacGyver. It's MacGyver uh, <laughs> doing his MacGyver thing. It probably lights a syrup trail and burns all sanctuary down. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, syrup trail. Uh, yeah, it just seemed a little strange. Uh, don't know what it is. I don't know if he has to make an explosion to, to open the door or whatever. Anyway, it's pretty clear that somebody's helping Daryl escape here. Uh, and I assumed it again. was... Yeah, again. And I ho- assumed it was um, the ex, Dwight's ex, again. Uh, but I, it could be Jesus because Jesus uh, was the one who, like you said, he, he might have stayed in the Savior camp. So who knows? I hope it's totally another joke. And as soon as he gets out, they go, "Bitch, you did it again!" Yeah, and they you just fucking they, idiot. And they like just beat him some more and do even worse stuff. Cut off his arm or something. That'd be great. I enjoy that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we cut to a scene with a pile of zombies laid across the road. A rando lady pulls up in a car and stops. Michonne surprises and disarms her. She tells the woman to take her to Negan. Uh, the dumb woman tries to make a move and is quickly subdued by Michonne, who insists. Now take me to Negan. Um, so once again, Negan or uh, Michonne is has a one woman uh, assassination plan to take out Negan here. Yeah, I uh, just like first, Rosita. Like, did uh, did she have to build a wall of zombies to like get the car to stop? Is that the? I guess that's the easiest way. Um. Yeah. I, I guess, again, this I was know. a taste. This was a taste of Michonne being badass again. Like, uh, when the girl tried to act up, she just, like, slammed her head against the thing. Yeah. It's like, all right, you done? You done? Because I'm going to I'm gonna kill you. Right. Take me where I want to go. I don't feel like this is an assassination thing. I feel like it, she just wants to walk up to the front door and go, I want to talk to you. I don't feel like, you know, she's not hiding in the bushes or looking for a sniper point. She just, I think she's just going to drive right up. And just go on a suicide run? Like, what can she hope to accomplish? No, she's not that stupid. What's she's she going to do? Stupid. Like, I want to have I a don't word know. with you. I don't know. 
Yeah, but obviously she has some. She would like to kill Negan. I don't know. It just seems oh, like yeah. another um, rogue plan that might not end well. Yeah. Okay, so um, Negan and Carl show up in Alexandria and ask where Rick is, and um, he makes fun of Olivia for being fat, <laughs> which isn't funny on its own. But what is funny is he makes a show of apologizing for it and trying to like uh, make up for it, which I did find humorous. He's just like, "Oh God, all right." So Olivia. I'm sorry. You know, it's just, I thought that was funny. Um, then he offers to have sex with her. She slaps him. And then he says, now he's 50 more, 50% more attracted to her now. <laughs> he's like, now I got my fear boner, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, nice and gross. Um, says he's just going to hang out and wait for Rick to get back and sends her off to go make him some good lemonade. And we get a montage of Carl showing him around the house until they get to, um, What's her name? The baby? Uh, Judith. Judith. Yeah, until they get to Judith's room. And then we have an uncomfortable scene of Negan picking her up. I don't know what Carl's thinking here. Like, he should have had a plan. Like, don't let Negan close to your innocent baby sister. Uh, And the worst part is Negan hands him the bat, like right before he goes to pick up uh, Judith. Uh, you got to make a suicide run there, right? Oh, I just thought of something. Okay, let's lay it on me. What do you got? He's going to take Judith. Of course he is. He already has Judith in his clutches. He's not going to give her up. So Rick's going to show up and he's like, hey, your son fucked up some shit, so I'm going to take this girl. Right. Now you're going to do even everything I want. Right. Exactly. Like, I could see it definitely being a hostage situation. Like, I'm going to hold on to this baby and take, you know... She's gonna get your people under control. Yep, exactly. This kid showed up at my uh, door. If anything like that happens again, the the kid gets it or something like that. Um, But once again, like going back, how as Carl do you let this happen? I think we've already shown that Carl's an idiot. (laughs) Uh, Very bad aim. Uh, He went on a mission to kill Negan and instead shot two other people and just stared at Negan. Yep. Um, he showed them how they have running water and lights and let them put his bare feet on the carpet yeah. and go, ooh, this place is so nice. He's uh, He took off his leather jacket and his glove because he seems to wear just one glove like Michael Jackson. Um, and they're sitting on the patio in the rocking chairs. Uh, it, Carl, he's not smart. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I agree, but, you know, Soon as he has Judith, the game's over. Like there's, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna do to counteract that. You just can't do anything. Um, Rick and uh, just, sorry, God. Just Carl fucking up. Just Carl fucking up even more. Uh, Rick and Aaron uh find the dangerous guy's place. Uh, and they get another note that goes on really long. I didn't read all of it, but it started listing all this shit that he had and telling people to keep away. And Aaron points out one line that if you were reading this. That means that I'm probably dead. Um, it's the only way you could have gotten this far or some bullshit. Uh, but we see that the guy is the dead guy's house and his supplies, presumably, are in the middle of a pond full of fucking zombies, like a goddamn horcrux in the fucking half-blood <laughs> prince. Something straight yeah. out of Harry Potter. Yeah. And it just seems like one of these, like, you ever look at, like, it seems like a video game stage where you just start the video game stage and go, God damn it, I got to deal with this? Yep. Uh, and it's just like, you know, because this is the end of the episode, you know this is going to be half the fucking action of next week's episode. Um, once again, it's just uh, just dumb. The reason why they have to do this because they have to scavenge for Negan and Negan's coming and they need to get something cool, I guess. Uh, Rosita and Eugene return from Alexandria or return to Alexandria with the single bullet that Eugene made her. Um Spencer, uh, they see Spencer arrive as well, and he's gathered some supplies from the caches that we uh, we found out about because he knows Latin. And he talks some noise about he's going to continue to scavenge and he's going to do a lot more. So, like, that's not the only thing I'm going to do. Alluding that he's got a surprise in store. I don't know if it's for the Saviors or for Rick because he really doesn't like Rick. Um, maybe that's the crossbow or that he got from the guy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they are surprised to see the saviors are there. And we get the scene of Negan um, on Carl's porch in a rocking chair holding uh, uh, Judith. 
uh, saying that, you know what, Carl, you might be right. Maybe I'll kill you and your dad, bury you in the flower pit, and just take up residence in the suburbs. And then uh, he gives uh, Judith a big smooch, and the show ends. Yeah, I think... uh so a couple of things. Spencer was all happy because he found a bunch of shit and he has all this stuff. And then it's like that guy opens the door and it's like, okay, all your shit's gone. Yep, that's um, it. Unless you just buried it in the yard before anybody saw, uh, they're going to take it all. Um, hopefully they didn't hear you talking about the note and all the other ones you could <laughs> yeah, find. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking, did he did he go to all the sites or just one of them? I hope only one. Yeah. Um. um got that one but, bullet. And, yeah, yeah, and Rosita, Rosita says that they're this, they're here, and then she goes, "He's here." I mean, she's just <laughs> single-mindedly trying to take out Negan, so you know that's gonna not work out. I could see. Here's what I see happening. Oh, I see her dying next episode. Um, I see at least one. I see at least one main character dying uh, next episode. I don't know if it's gonna be her or. Tara or maybe Michonne, but I feel like somebody's gonna die, or Carl's gonna lose a hand, or something crazy like that. I I definitely like your idea of Judith getting taken. Um, you want to go even more more morbid? No, but go ahead uh, anyway. Uh, Rosita's single bullet kills either Carl or Judith when she tries to shoot Negan. If if Carl kills Judith, I don't think anybody would want to go on living. Um. I mean that genuinely. No, no, Rosita. Rosita oh. kills Carl or Judith. Oh, accidentally? Yeah, like trying to shoot Negan, and she shoots one of them. With this shitty bullet that Eugene made? <laughs> with, yeah, with the magical <laughs> bullet. Uh, Yeah, I guess. That would be just more tragic and terrible. Um, But then there would be more repercussions for that. So not only would she kill Carl or, or Judith, but she would probably get killed as well or maimed horribly. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I, I finally see some kind of violence happening to the group um, next week. Um, I saw the the next on, and Rick had that look on his face where he's all bloodshot and teary, like he can't yep. believe what just horrible what horrible thing just happened to him. Lots of scenes with uh, zombies and the water and the boat. Um, so that's gonna eat up some time. It's another hour and a half episode, and is going to be the mid season finale. You excited? I didn't know mid I don't know when mid-season finales became a thing, but goddamn uh, it. AMC just trying to do it, uh, stretch things out as long as possible. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, it's a mid-season finale, so that means something's going to happen. Right. Uh, I, I think we laid out some shit that could happen. Um, don't know. Don't know. Maybe they just. Since we're almost halfway through this entire season. We've only seen the kingdom once, one episode. Boo, boo. I, I really don't. So, like this, this episode did a good job of jumping around from a few different characters. Yeah, like we were with Carl, we were with uh, Carl and Negan, we was with uh, Daryl, we were with uh, Rick and uh, Aaron, uh, we were with uh, Michonne. Uh, we just jumped around to a few characters, and I think that would have been better than you know these entire episodes that were just waste of time. Um, like even the Dwight um, Daryl episode was a bit weak. I just wanted to know more. I don't know why they couldn't do more of this back and forth to build this up a little better. I just don't see where this whole. I, I, I don't think I've been enlightened on where this whole season's going any more than I was after the first episode or two. Um, by thinking that everybody's going to come together and defeat Negan because you have all these people doing individual uh, rogue missions. And I think yeah. that just illustrates the bigger point that they can't do their own thing. They have to work together as a team. I know that seems lame, but that's the show is lame. So, Yeah, I mean, I guess from Negan's show perspective, he showed up, tried to put him in their place. They've kind of done it, and but clearly there's still people acting up. Uh, he, he knows Carl's a... He called, he called him, you, you're a goddamn serial killer or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, serial killer in training, which I appreciate. I think, yeah, I think... He knows Carl's just crazy. Um, so I think it's going to be the way this season started is how this midseason show next week's going to end. Something really bad's going to happen to just reinforce that you guys need to get in line and stop fucking around. I'll agree with that. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Okay, so let's move on and just wrap this up with our ratings. 
Uh, I won't make you do sandwich ratings. We'll do the uh, 10 point scale with uh, up to 5.5. 5. <laughs> right. uh, considering that um, not a good episode, it was overly long. Uh, more th- vague threats with Negan, and I really don't see how this is going anywhere. Um, but still not terrible. So I'm going to give it a 2. Yeah, what did we give the last episode? A one, and the yeah. one before that was a two. So I can't. I don't think I can give it a two. I'll give it an average, a two and a half. Okay, just that's fine. It just it pro- it progressed multiple storylines along. Um, you know, it still just makes me shake my head. But it wasn't the worst. Right, and uh, at least coming off last week's episode, an improvement, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so uh, that's our review. Uh, on average, you know, that's 2 and 2.5. We can't go with uh, 2.25, so I guess we'll round up. Episode 2, episode rating 2.5. That's it, declared. All uh, right. No other opinions are valid. Moving on. Uh, we have the midseason finale next week. Hopefully we can get uh, Johnny T back on. Maybe we can get T-Dog back on. Uh, maybe get Lynn to show up. It's a special occasion. Um, and then we won't have to worry about anything but football for a couple months. That'll be nice on Sundays. Um, if there's nothing else, I guess that's it. We'll call it uh, quits. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, rate us on iTunes. And we will see you next Tuesday for one more time before the break. Talk to you later, guys. Jermaine, say bye. Bye. Bye.